0: I'm Flavio. And I'm Thax. We are your source for steampunk event information in the great free state of Texas. Yes, we also review steampunk movies, books, comics, and games. Also, we're going to talk with celebrity guests from the local steampunk community. All right, thank you for tuning in, and now on with the episode. Well, hello! This is another episode of Texas Steampunk Connection. This is episode 17. And you're hearing uh, Flavio and Max coming to you live, at least from our point of view. <laughs> right. Um, it is currently December 11th, 2016. Um, we just got back from high noon... Steampunk uh, high gathering. High <laughs> noon
1: Steampunk adventure at the ghost town, uh, which we've been talking about for a couple episodes. one of those things that was coming up, and we went to it. It was a pleasant. It was a pleasant time. I had a good time. Yeah, the weather uh, uh, was was good. It was pretty cold yesterday, but today it, it warmed up to a, a very reasonable level. Uh, it was still fairly wet, windy. Yeah. Um but uh, it didn't keep us from going outside. Uh, they had a uh, laser tag game and then uh cro- okay. Mad Croquet. <laughs> uh, or what did what is that called? I'm back okay or
0: something, I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um it was fun to watch mostly. <laughs> it was chaotic, that's what I, that's what I can say. I, I couldn't tell if people were, you know, taking turns or
0: if it was just every man for himself or what. There was also That's apparently some uh, poker and some blackjack, and there was some gambling. Well, not real gambling, but there was some, some card games going.
1: We played a few games. It was, was fun. What I liked uh, mostly was there was a lot of new people that I hadn't met or yeah. gotten to talk to before. Exactly.
0: Uh, That's cool. We got new people coming. They were coming from the Kaleen We got a lot of people from the uh, Central Texas Steampunk Group. Yep. Uh, which
1: is thank, uh, thank you all for joining us. Out of clean, uh, for uh, yeah. general yeah. area. Yep. Yeah. And that was that was pretty awesome. Uh, th-
0: glad you guys came out. It was it was great to meet you. And uh, we actually had one guy come down from Mansfield from uh, Steampunk. No- he was at Sneak- Steampunk November. Apparently nearby Mansfield. On here by right. north, but, but up north, north. Uh, further north than uh, I was expecting anybody to come from. and right. th- <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. That was uh, that was awesome of you. Um. I mean, the whole thing behind this is our friend Scott is trying to make this a going concern. He wants to build this. He wants to have more people and more people. You know, he's trying to make it a big thing. You know, it's 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 off to a really slow start, but you know, it has potential. It really has potential. I mean, I, we've gone
1: on about about how cool the Dealer jewelry ghost is previously. Yeah, it's still um, cool. It, it is still really neat. Um, but I, I won't. I won't bore you
0: with, with going on and on Yes, I will. Uh, but yeah, I mean, really, yeah. They, they went through all the trouble of building this ghost town. <laughs> we we have to go play in it. <laughs> Come on, this is <laughs> a lot of fun, and uh, it didn't cost us anything. Right, it's free to get in. How about that? The only thing they ask is you know perhaps buy something at their at their um, grill and, and their little bar. They got they got beer, burgers, and hot coins. Yeah. Um more beer. Um cheesy, cheesy tots cheesy tots. Yeah. Yeah. Cater <laughs> uh, tots covered in squeezy cheese. Oh God. <laughs> So I mean you know, it was not required but it's just polite to buy something there, you know, it help me out. You know? It's not like you're out. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah I mean next time next time one of these come up we highly recommend come on join us you know the more the merrier and the more people show up the more fun it'll be kind of thing you know <laughs> but we recommend coming out, we're talking about it, we get, a good idea, it get out of the house yeah um, like I, I said the dead of winter the dead of winter is 50 degrees. I know, right? It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> you get to wear your full garb. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you, can, you can wear that, that outfit that you think it's too hot to wear. It'd be great. Yeah. Which <laughs> I keep forgetting I have one myself. <laughs> we both bought it in Mexico. <laughs> bought them in Mexico, right? So they're actually authentic Mexican ponchos because we bought them in Mexico. <laughs> local Mexican guy. Yeah. I I don't remember. (laughs) But that that's neither here nor there. Uh, so that's what we did today. What did you do today? Um we really don't have a whole lot to talk about really, but it's you know I feel obligated because you know every two weeks and this is the second this is the time.
1: We're going up to the end of the year, obviously. Yep. Um and when we get into December there's so many things going on in real life. Preparation, you know, for the holidays—Christmas holidays. this, Christmas that, Hanukkah this, and all
0: the other stuff. You know,
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> you know family coming over. Uh,
0: and, and everybody's throwing parties. in It's, it's hard to sit in a steampunk. Wait, everybody's throwing parties? I'm not invited to any parties. Are you invited to parties? <laughs> uh, right there, it is a party. Oh, okay. i bring the party. Oh, so I'm having a party right now, is what you're saying. Are we partying? <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so that's a very nice drink here. We'll
1: come and see. And really, there's uh, less and less to talk to report on uh, the goings-on in steampunk. Because because people are too busy,
0: I guess. Although they always think that, you know, Victorian and Christmas, they, they should go together well, you know. But <laughs> there's not a whole lot of it going on. Well, although Dickens on the Strand happened again this weekend because last weekend it was canceled or it, rained out it, or something. It flooded. It flooded, yeah. Uh, uh, Saturday, uh, they were open and, uh, you know, struggled to,
1: to uh, keep a step up limp live in the face of... Uh, Flood. <laughs> they, they went to adversity but on Sunday they just closed because right. they, they had so much water um, that it was not worth it to, to keep <laughs> keep fighting it on Sunday but they they opened again this Friday and Saturday so and we missed that again as well, well
0: you know but we had other last yeah.
1: minute right. thing and we had plans uh, excited yep. and, and Friday's we work uh, but I'd love to hear anybody who did go yeah, and and tell us, you know, how it went. Uh, did you have a good time? Uh, who who uh, who all was able to to
0: uh, keep the torch fires burning? Don't be afraid to message us on Facebook. Um, Texas Steampunk Connection on Facebook. I mean, either private messages or just put a message on the on the on the page. You know. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I love seeing messages on our Facebook page because. I have nothing better
0: to do all day. And through Facebook, <laughs> he works really hard. Honestly, <laughs> hardly working. Hard. Oh, oh I'm, I'm sure nobody from your work listens, huh? <laughs> no, I know nobody from mine listens. But uh, oh, so moving on. What do we what what next? What do we talk about next? Well, this is a fine drink you have here. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, being coming closer to the holidays and the weather is. Is uh, getting colder. Uh, I have been. Actually, I think we're back to a warming trend now <laughs> in Texas. Well, yeah, this weekend. It's cold on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, it, it's time to talk about uh, um, holiday drinks
0: or hot drinks or things to keep you. Uh, warm on the inside, reinforced, or uh, not carrying that as cold. Yeah, you know, well, whatever.
1: It doesn't have to be alcoholic, but it helps. <laughs> yeah, it helps. So we've got a few things that that. Uh, we can talk about. Um, Well, What what did you serve me? What is this? What what, what am I drinking? Uh, Okay, so what what I have made for us right right here is called Guinness Punch. It is a traditional Jamaican um, drink. It it just so happens that uh, Jamaicans drink a lot of Guinness. Uh, Jamaica used to be an English uh, uh, territory. And and so they, they have a lot of Ties to uh, British culture and, and drinks of choice. Uh, this is a good one. So that what is the name of that yeah. beer that Jake exports? Oh, Jamaican beer? Yeah. Red Stripe? Red Stripe. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaicans don't actually drink Red Stripe. <laughs> right, they said that to us. They sell it to <laughs> silly Americans. Uh, if you I like to drink it. Red Stripe, good for you. Yeah, not for me. But me... Hey, they drew drink Guinness and there is a a I believe no I'm thinking of i thinking of Belize also an English colony anyway <laughs> Jamaicans have this this fascinating drink called Guinness Punch and I will tell you how to make it it's it's really good we are drinking it right now and uh, I I described it. <laughs> to uh, a number of friends just uh, recently, as the stuff you wish eggnog was. Yeah, um, definitely. Every year, I think, oh, it's it's holiday season, it's eggnog season, and I love eggnog. No, you don't. And then I buy it, and <laughs> you're right, I don't. It's gross. It's it's a gluey, and and not. Anything I want to drink. <laughs> Why would anybody drink this? But I want to like it, and this is pretty close to what I wish eggnog was. Oh yeah, and it's, and Fabio even likes it. It's good. I'm really enjoying this. What is it? This obviously. So here's how I make it, and you can look online and find um, recipes that are very similar. Um, any of them but the, the basic components you take two of your, your tall boys of Guinness which is like a 14 and a half ounce each okay pour them into a pitcher and then take a can of sweetened condensed milk which is 14 ounces I think <laughs> no I don't remember how many I just made it but it's good. Pour that in. If you've never had played with sweetened condensed milk before, neither had I. It looks gross. <laughs> it it looks it's like, not very liquidy. <laughs> it's it's like paste. It looks like glue. Um, it, and you taste it. It's just sort of a sweet, gluey substance. Anyway, <laughs> scoop that stuff out with a spoon and get it into that that uh, pitcher. Okay. Um, and That is basically the the basis for this this stuff. <laughs> There's more. Wait, that's, that's a start. Yes, but but from there, recipes will vary. Um, in the drink we're drinking right now, I put in two eggs, but I've also made it without two eggs, and that worked too. It makes it frothier with the eggs. Um, that makes it more eggnogish, uh, I guess. <laughs> you might be concerned that de- you're going to drink these eggs raw, and that can be dangerous.
0: But only slightly, you know. (laughs) The alcohol will take care of that.
1: (laughs) Probably not. No? Oh, well. Uh, Okay, then you add uh, two, no, one teaspoon of cinnamon.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm tasting.
1: And then uh, one teaspoon of, no, half a teaspoon. (laughs) Half a teaspoon of nutmeg. You just made it. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm very confused. Oh, Yeah. I have a teaspoon of nutmeg, um, and I've seen some recipes either call for a little vanilla, like a tablespoon of vanilla, or cocoa powder. You can go with both. You can go with neither. What do you use? I I have found some vanilla, so I want okay. that. Okay. Uh, and I've never seen a recipe for that calls for this, but in Jamaica, it was in everything, and that is allspice. And to me, allspice... Uh, is the flavor of Jamaica in, in w- when I went down and uh, toured there. Uh, in Jamaica, they call it... Uh,
0: um, what do they call it? I don't know. <laughs> um, Why are you asking me? What do you call those little things in the middle of olives? In the middle of olives? Yeah. Pits?
1: No, no, no. <laughs> when they pull the pit out, they put the little red cube of whatever it is in there. You've stumped me Pimento Oh, pimento It is not that (laughs) Okay The the, the thing I just described That we call pimento Is not the same as Jamaicans call Allspice Pimento And since it grows there like Trees uh, trees? (laughs) I, I figure They're the expert They call it pimento We should probably call it pimento too But that gets confusing When you're thinking of That weird stuff in cheese No, not that Okay, so uh, uh, I put a half a teaspoon of pimento. I mean, allspice (laughs) in there. And then I took a a mixer and I mixed it up real good. So I got big and frothy and I poured it into glasses and we're it, it,
0: serving it cold. It's, it's nice. This is very smooth. Um, but it's not goo- bluey. Or no, I mean. it's, it's smooth. It's, it's a nice smooth. It's thin. Uh, I mean, It's very sweet. Yeah. Because of the sweet and condensed milk. I'm liking it. I'm liking it a lot. This, this, yeah, this should be what eggnog is. Eggnog should be this. <laughs> and that, and that flavor you're mostly is
1: these, is the all maybe could have put less in there. Mm, I don't know. But I like it.
0: So. I'm liking it. Yeah. I'm not complaining. But that's good. This is good stuff. So, you know, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's steampunk, but wine, it's fun and I, it's tasty. But It's close enough, um, as we say. But, uh,
1: if you're familiar with Guinness at all, it is a very uh, low alcohol content. True, yeah. And when you're mixing it with with uh, sweetened condensed milk and all these other things, um, it, it's
0: not... not a, it's barely an alcoholic drink. <laughs> now, I, like I know, like, I saw a friend earlier when you described it, when you t- said she made a face, and you said you made the same face when you first heard about it. Oh, that's, so. that's another drink you were talking about. <laughs> oh, that's the other drink? That, oh, that is. Uh, so, then we're moving on. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry that, I thought we were talking about this. But okay. That is uh, uh, Hot Dr. Pepper. Oh, right, the Hot Dr. Pepper. Yes, there's a face that comes whenever people hear about that. But it's apparently it's not bad. I have not tried it, but he has and he liked it. Now I we might have this. <laughs> I still have that. I'm not sure how I'll be able to seamlessly put it in, though. <laughs> oh, okay. So thank you on on hot uh, uh, dogs remember. pepper. Um, a friend of
1: mine uh, named Martin. Uh, who is not from Texas originally, <laughs> but uh, he, we're glad he's here. Um, but he told me over um, over uh, Halloween that uh, he found this Texas tradition of hot Dr. Pepper, and I've you know, me growing in, up in Texas. Uh, yeah, we both we both grown up in Texas. I've talked to any all of my friends who've lived here forever. I mean for as old as we are. Right. And none of them had ever heard of this. But like, okay, we played along, and uh, we tried hot Dr. Pepper. What uh, that is, is uh, you take your Dr. Pepper, you put it in a saucepan or whatever, and you bring it up to just short of boiling. So uh, steaming hot. Okay? Right. And right. then you... Uh, steaming hot. not boiling. Serve it in a, in a teacup or, or a coffee cup. And you cut a nice large slice of lemon. Apparently, the lemon is the important part. The lemon is important, and uh, toss that in, the, in in with the. the steaming cup of Dr. Pepper and
0: now, that's it, you're good Yep. No, I grew up drinking Dr. Pepper I love Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper was I called it the drink of the gods um, but I can't drink it much anymore because you know, I'm old I, <laughs> but yeah. I've never once heard of this hot Dr. Pepper, ever Okay, so So yeah I took
1: Martin for his at that moment, but I've been researched since on the internet, if you want to believe it <laughs> um Dr. Pepper is a Texas tradition. Right. Uh, it uh, was it was invented, created, here, yeah. invented right in uh, Waco, Texas. Anybody who lives in Waco, at any time at all, knows this. Um, and
0: uh, it was actually uh, brought to market. I think a year or more before Coca Cola. Right, yeah. Dr. Pepper itself was invented back in the early 1800s, early, or yeah, no, late 1800s, late 1800s and, and early 1900s. So it, that's the Victorian period. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> Dr. Pepper, cold. It's steampunk. It's
1: well, totally steampunk well, appropriate. Or at least some recipe at one
0: point was right. The name, anyway. <laughs> so you can drink your Dr Pepper. You can drink your Coke, really. Yeah, um, true. And, A couple and, years difference, yeah. Uh,
1: but not out of the can. That's not.
0: No. That's not classy. No, no.
1: never. <laughs> uh, never. Uh, okay, so that part is sort of true. Pardon, I'll give you that. Uh, where it got, where we got to hot Dr Pepper. Was in the 1950s. The new CEO of the company was trying to um, sell more uh, DP in the wintertime when it was too cold and people weren't drinking sodas, not drinking cold drinks. Right, yeah. Who wants a cold soda in a middle of freezing winter? Yeah. No, oh, what they want is a hot soda. <laughs> exactly. No, not exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, he went home and tried a, a number of colas or, or what have you, hot, and most of them were awful. Who the Just like you'd expect this to be. But he heated up the Dr. Pepper. Of course, it loses its fizz. But with that slice of lemon, he found it to be very palatable and he enjoyed it quite a bit. Or at least that's what his marketing campaign said. Uh, and, And it's pretty good. I mean, it's a whole lot better than you'd expect it to be. I would drink it. Not everybody would. That's okay. I'm not here to sell Dr. Burbank. <laughs> but, uh, but if it, you're
0: looking for something warm to drink in a cold cold night, it'll warm your hands. It's like a very sweet, hot, spiced tea. I can see that. So
1: yeah. if you like sweet tea, uh, and you like a hot, sweet drink, you know, yeah, they, this could work. I haven't tried it yet, but I bet a shot of bourbon in there would do quite well. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I have tried, uh, I had a bottle of red wine that I wasn't too thrilled with. It was... It, it was all right. <laughs> um, but I went uh, half on wine and uh, hot Dr. Pepper. Okay. And it turned it into a hot spiced wine. Oh, flavor. wow. Okay. Uh, and that was really nice, too. So if you like a mulled wine or a a hot spiced wine sort of a drink, that's good, too. Uh, So give that a shot. Uh, You probably have Dr. Pepper in your kitchen already. Don't tell Mom why you're getting the the, uh, saucepan out. Just go to town. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. That's how I, I've not tried this. I, I may have to try this another time. I still think we need to get Ozzy on here with his with his mixology. And yes, just Go yeah. to town with his different drinks and have some fun with that. We might have some guests on that to help spread the love. <laughs> Ozzy, I will buy the ingredients come come to the show. All right. Do you even listen to us, Ozzy? <laughs> Hello, are you out there? I message you on Facebook. I talked to you once on Facebook about being on the show, and you—you were—you seemed I mean, I mean, agreeable. He's a very busy man. Yes, he is. He's very busy. Yes, he, he, He's very busy. he travels a lot <laughs> with his mixology. I don't know, but yeah. So there's that. That—that that sounds like a blast. What else do we talk about today? Oh, what's going on? Do you have any favorite things to go for? Her. I'm I'm just a former rum and Roman Coke guy myself. That's pretty much what and when it comes to the drink drinks. Um, we have the well, we had the what's a PIMS? Pim's cup. Pim's cup. It's the number one cup. I like those. Those are Pim I haven't had one in a while, but those are nice. Have you ever tried PIMS? Uh damn Radio Man.
1: it is that's I, it's vic- its own thing. It's Victorian. It is a. It's a gin-based drink. They have their own cup. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh. Uh, no. Yeah. No, it wasn't. No, it's it's referred to as a cup. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's sort of a weird vernacular. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it's its own sort of. It's its, its own thing. thing. It, it, it's gin, but it's got other things in it. It's sort of a sweet. Um, Brown thing,
0: yeah. um, and you... Uh, oh, I was thinking of Moscow meal cups. Never mind. I was thinking that's, I that's a thing all together, too. I was um, <laughs> like, well, a drink that has, well, wine cup, wine glasses, Moscow... Oh, never mind. You can take I diverse. Uh, a Sprite or Dr. Pepper. Uh, yep, uh, yep. A, a sweet
1: lemon-lime soda uh, or ginger ale and, and put PIMS, maybe one-third PIMS, two-thirds soda. Um... So, again, it's not a super alcoholic, mess-you-up kind of a drink, but it's really nice. Uh, I don't like gin,
0: generally, but... uh that, that is uh, worth trying out um yeah i mean I, I the last the first time i've tried it with you i think we were at a steampunk convention in san antonio's when we were drinking pims oh. it was a long time ago but i, I vaguely remember that were we at a, a bar where they were suggesting no we were in a hotel <laughs> oh we don't talk about that oh sorry but i mean yeah i think we yeah we we, we drank some here and there and we went around it was fun um yeah, I mean that that's I mean, yeah, I'm not really a mixed drink guy, you know, really. I mean I'm a beer guy. You know, yeah, oh, yeah. I love a good beer. But you know, this like I said, I'm like I'm liking this the skin as punch, but that's beer, essentially, in there. There's beer in there. Yeah. I think, yeah. Um I think this is it's a strange thing. It, it's
1: sort of a beer, but it was intended to be a, a um, a bread food uh, <laughs> a bread substitute. Yeah. Um, that, that's why they made the Guinness in the first place. So that, uh, Irish stock workers didn't have to stop for lunch. <laughs> uh, at least that's, that's the story I have been told. Okay. They brought, they brought their Guinness and they, you know, threw it back around lunchtime and they just kept going. That's what the whole, uh, beer is good. or Guinness is good for you. Uh, campaign or campaign was about (laughs) uh, and it's it's filled with with nutrients and uh you know healthy vitamins and things
0: (laughs) well i didn't know that i'll drink more of it well you know (laughs) marketing okay Uh, i don't know i think we talked enough about drinks for today we'll save the rest of it for an aussie episode or okay all right um i don't know i mean i think well, we should move you, on you have been reading in the stuff. yes i've been reading wow we've already been 24 minutes <laughs> i told you we could fill a lot of space nothing. why are you people still listening to us i'm sorry keep listening <laughs> <laughs> I, read a couple, I read a novel um it is by a, a, what was that That's that was you <laughs> stop beeping Professor Moriarty novel, The Infernal Device. This is Professor Moriarty. You've you heard of Sherlock Holmes. Everyone's heard of Sherlock Holmes. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you know Sherlock Holmes, you should have you heard of Professor Moriarty, his arch nemesis. Ooh. Well, this is a book pretty much centered around him, Professor Moriarty. Arthur is Michael Curlin. Um, I liked it. It was a really good book. It was centered on Moriarty. He's not an evil man. He definitely works outside the law, which is Sherlock hates <laughs> but, but his, according to this book I don't know anything about Moriarty other than what was in Sherlock he was being a bad guy and all that always him. but this guy's right take on Moriarty was he's more of a he's, he's, a, he's, he's a scientist he's just a he's a just as smart he's not smarter than, than Sherlock um, his main love was astrology he, he wants to learn more about the stars he wants to learn about science basically and, and his criminal in his criminal doings and whatever, he's more, he can say he's a consultant, whether, you know, he'll consult, legal or, or otherwise. No. <laughs> you know? yeah. But, um, yeah, in this book, The Infernal Device, he was hired by the Russian spy agency at the time, back in the 1980s, something or other, um, to try to stop another Russian spy who went rogue, who's trying to sabotage the relations between England and Russia start a war by by killing the Queen. <laughs> and it wasn't trying to... They were trying to destroy England. It was not about England. England was just a, a device. They were trying to hurt Russia, <laughs> which is weird. Well, it's a twist, because I'm used to... Every book I read in Victorian times, they're trying to destroy the England. <laughs> you know? of, course. of course. But, um... So he's after this super spy, and, um... And it's it's a, it's a, it's more of it's a thriller mystery novel kind of thing. <laughs> and I was it was good. I as far as steampunk connection, well, you know, we 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 we, we connected Sherlock to steampunk on occasion. <laughs> yeah, so kind of Moriarty, you know, it, it's about that kind of connection. It's back in Victorian times, there was a experimental submarine <laughs> that was stolen um So, I mean, I guess it's steampunk adjacent. It wasn't quite steampunk, but it was close enough in my book Ah. (laughs) for me. You know, and I enjoyed it. There's several of them. It's a a series of books. So far, there's one, two, three, four, five of them listed. I've listed the first one. The second one's called Death by Gaslight. I'm assuming that's more mystery. (laughs) But (laughs) I liked it a lot. It was really good. Um, So I I recommend them. Michael Curlin, Professor Moriarty Novel, The Infernal Device. Um, it, it was good, and it's not too big. It was only um, I don't know, just yeah, about two fifty pages, two hundred fifty pages. So it's a it's a quick little read if you're a fast reader. Um, so I I I, I highly recommend it. Um, steampunk, close enough. <laughs> so close enough. If you like Sherlock, you'll like this. Sherlock does make a few appearances in there. Um, on occasion, but he's not a main character. He's just kind of on the side, <laughs> popping in every once in a while on Moriarty. <laughs> you know? um, so that, That's that. What I, You have a book in your hand, I see. I, I do, and I think it's uh, interesting to say the least that you
1: brought up Sherlock uh, Holmes in your book, uh, because I'm going to as well. All right, awesome. Uh, I am currently reading uh, The List of Seven by Mark Frost. Uh, this has been... Shoved it in my library for quite a while. and I finally pull it out. And said I'm going to finish this darn thing because it, it it's it's quite dense. It's a uh, it looks pretty thick. 400 pages of of uh, text, you know, edge to edge of, of these easy pages, single spaced. It, it it's it's a thick book. It's a lot of book. Um, but it is a sp- the main character of this story is Arthur Conan Doyle. Oh, okay. The, you know, the writer, of- writer of Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Obviously, this isn't about the, the real Arthur Conan Doyle because it is a work of fiction, but uh, the, uh, the main character is supposed to be this sort of uh, poorly known uh, writer who... Uh, in a lot, it's sort of an inspector of his own, but but not not the brilliant inspector that Sherlock Holmes is. More like the guy he wishes was Sir Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> okay, um, and it never comes out and says that. That's not really the point. I mean, he's a easy character to write uh, as sort of the the intelligent but slightly bumbling a okay. guy that's it carried along by the plot of this book, um, which is all about. Occultism uh, and uh, cults, and uh,
0: uh, that's very Victorian.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a very Victorian, but real spooky, uh, almost Lovecraftian uh, group of, of mysterious cults, cult members who are trying to kill him because he wrote stories about mystery cults that he'd made up that just came a little too close to the truth <laughs> and got their attention and right and now he want to uh, take him out and shut him up um, and so far it is it is a lot of fun a lot because of the style this writer has taken um, I'm gonna read a little bit just just uh, to see if this is any fun Hopefully. He was in the front room, had been throughout the evening, feeding the fire, absorbed in an obscure text. 45 minutes earlier, he had glanced up at the Petrovich woman ascending the stairs, the scrabbly scuttle of her doshin's claws dragging her back to an evening of heart heavy sighs amid the torpid musk of skewed red cabbage. The doctor watched their spidery shadows flit by, dancing off the glazed floorboards under the door. There's no envelope. I mean, that just gives you the, the idea of, of the, the sort of texture of this writing mm-hmm. that that's uh, super fun. It, it, it feels very uh, of a different age, um, very not modern. Um, but uh, I, I'm having a really good time with it. And uh, it's definitely worth looking up. The List of Seven by Mark Frost.
0: I'll definitely be putting a link to that, like I do, okay. <laughs> on uh, Facebook, on our page, Texas State Bond Connection. Hey, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I've got another, se- I've got a comic book series. Oh, this was a pretty decent one. It was, uh, it's by a comic, it's called Rough Riders, uh, by Aftershock Comics, uh, Adam Glass and Patrick... Olief. Is that Theodore Roosevelt? That is Theodore Roosevelt, oh. yes. The Rough Riders. In this fictional past, <laughs> definitely fictional, Okay, Theodore Roosevelt is kind of uh, on his off time, on his free time. He goes around uh, saving people. The opening page is him on a dirigible above a flaming building <laughs> in which he jumps on and saves a bunch of women. So wait, children. What, what part is the fictional <laughs> uh, the, the dirigible. <laughs> oh, okay. Nineteen eighteen ninety-eight is the is the opening page, and yeah, it's a big flamey building. He's on a flying dirigible, and he Batman's in and saves people. Michael. <laughs> like so you know, so I mean, that, that's that's what he does in his free time on the, on his off days. This <laughs> is while he's president. No, this is no. before he's president. Okay. This is before he makes it the president. Um. This more appropriate for our thing. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I I got this. I mean, I saw this and I had to have it. I mean, because we call ourselves so, the Roosevelt Adventure Society, and so he, he's that's basically sort of our that's, that's our group of friends, uh, or <laughs> And so you know, it's a, it's a comic book about Roosevelt. I had to get it. <laughs> and of course, absolutely. Uh, the whole premise of the series of the book of this series. It's, right now, there's seven issues out, and it's that. And that was the end of the first storyline, I guess you can say. I think it's a continuing series. I think there'll be more after this, but the first storyline adventure happened here in the first seven issues. Let me see the cover of that last. one. Yes, he's in a steampunk Iron Man type outfit. <laughs> That's Roosevelt. Oh wow, <laughs>
1: steampunk <laughs> Iron Man Roosevelt. <laughs> I... I
0: got to go change my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah. So he gets recruited by, I don't know if they were in the government or just a bunch of rich old men. I wasn't quite clear about that. The time. Yeah. So, I mean, they were sh- definitely a shadowy group of people. But something happened in Cuba that was threatening war. And they, okay. and, and they, but they wanted it on a hush hush. They didn't want to send in the army, you know. So they decided they, 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 they they call in Roosevelt, and Roosevelt's like, okay, I'll go take care of it, but I need to recruit a team, <laughs> a specialized team, people with talent. <laughs> yes. So he gets the group together. He he, he recruits Annie Oakley <laughs> for her shooting. She, he recruits Harry Houdini <laughs> for his sleight of hand and sneakiness. Oh, man, I need this. He recruits... Um, well, he, 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 he recruits Edison <laughs> for his technology. <laughs> okay. Then he recruits a couple people. I don't really know if they're real or not. I never looked them up. I sh- probably should have done my research. Um, he recruits this big man called Johnson. He's a boxer or a fist-the-cuff fighter. That's nice. um, And he's basically the, the brawn of the, of the group. And then this other guy, Eastman, Mr. Eastman. I don't know if he's real or not either. What? You've never heard of Eastman Kovac? Um, oh, I guess that's him then, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, he recruits this, he recruits these group of these group of guys and they go in they go into Cuba to figure out what's going on. Well that kind one of is <laughs> well based on some accuracy yes. to go into Cuba to Beat up humans. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, there are other. I mean, he. I mean, they. His, he, they went in. Kind. Of, he went in kind of undercover, basically. Under they had a small contingency of army people, and he's supposed to be their commander. Um, <laughs> but the whole series, is, I mean, it's, as it turns out, um, spoilers, um, I, I, I love them. I have to. It's got to be spoilers, people. Oh, uh, <laughs> You already spoiled it with it. I don't really that's say. true. Yeah, that, that's what made it steampunk. I mean, they're already carrying a bunch of steampunk weapons on the first cover. I see that. I mean, I like, they're, all the like,
1: they're all uh, like, uh, what, what do you call that? Crazy old, but brown. Yeah. <laughs> Sepiatone? Sepiatone. Except the guns, right? are in full color. <laughs> right. Like, look at this.
0: <laughs> Shiny. Um, and and there's a there's a, an alien gun there, and that's Annie Oakley with her gun. Edison with his electricity on that cover. He's gonna fin Obviously, he gets into a big fight. He's in a big fight too. Yeah. Anyway, so turns out it's an alien invasion, <laughs> but not just like big green men. No, Cubans, illegal aliens. <laughs> So, but they're trying to keep it hush hush. They don't want the, they don't want to just like I guess like the government always does. They want to cover up the fact that there's aliens because they don't want mass panic and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so they want their, yes, like like Area Fifty One, right, <laughs> or whatever real area they have it in. <laughs> Roswell. Roswell's just the cover. That's not even, there's nothing actually there. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, they go into Cuba. There's a venture. There's aliens. Um, the aliens are these little creatures that actually. Yeah, they they take you it's kind of like body snatchers I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? So, but yeah, um, the only thing I did not like about this comic there was a couple there was one scene in there where they described um, custard general custard mm-hmm. and the Indians and apparently custard wasn't really fighting Indians, he was fighting aliens. Um, and the Indians were on his side as well. <laughs> um, I didn't like that kind of revisionist rewriting there of that. The one watching yeah, <laughs> yeah. But other than that, it was a good book <laughs> and a good adventure. Um, but that was just like a couple of, couple of panels that they talked about custard briefly. They didn't they didn't dwell on it much. Um, that just kind of that kind of that irked me a little bit when when I read that. But. Uh, Worked me enough that I have to, talk, I have to mention it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I just kind of I had to whistle past it and enjoy the rest of the book as it was. I highly recommend it. It's called, like I said, Rough Riders um, by AfterShock Comics. Um, there's seven issues out. I'm sure. I don't. I don't know if AfterShock does trade paperbacks or not. <laughs> it's a, I hope they do. If not, I'm sure you can find it online to download if you want a digital comic. Um, it, it was really fun. It was a fun comic. Highly recommend it. Um, I'm, it. Like I said, right now there's seven issues out. I think it's a continuing series, but the first story arc ended at number seven. So something new is going to happen from after number eight on. <laughs> um, you know let's talk about that for a little bit. Although this might be uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> okay.
1: Because, uh, so I, I'm in the middle of trying to write a uh, system for a Steam called LARP. Right, um, yep. But this this goes toward steampunk, LARP, or RPGs, or the, uh, um, <laughs> fiction, you know, of any kind. And that's th- the fact that the real Victorian age, or the real real uh, late eighteen hundreds, mm-hmm. uh, was filled with uncomfortable truths yep. about. About our conquest of America, our—and um, I say us being, you know, <laughs> us white people um, slaughtering the native peoples who lived here, um, bringing over uh, slaves. It, at this point, you know, we had the Civil War, and slaves are supposed to be freed, but you know. Uh, White society fought that at every turn Um, in Texas. If you aren't aware or don't live in Texas, it was like years before the black people here were notified that there was an emancipation and they weren't actually slaves anymore. So there's a second holiday called Juneteenth celebrating when they learned the news that
0: the Civil War was over. and yeah, they, well, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm going to have to say, well, because news did travel slowly back then. I mean, it's not like we even had even more slowly when you just. Uh, that's true. Just like oh, wait, we'll just put that aside for now. Yeah. I mean, uh, you
1: know, these are not comfortable, comfortable truths. Comfortable. They're not things we want. We would like to include in a steampunk fantasy genre that we want to play in. I I, I kind of get that. Uh, and I, I'm trying to write LARP backgrounds and and you know cultural references for people who want to build characters while still while tiptoeing across the fact that yeah real the, the real it's
0: not yeah I'm not the very politically correct
1: sucked a lot and and that's not part of the sandbox I want to play in but I don't know how to. Pretend that didn't happen. It's hard. So you're right. It is. It is very awkward when you reach those those uh, plot points of, of disconnect mm-hmm. with what you know to be real. Uh, and and you know how do
0: you how do you deal with that as a writer? I, I have no clue. I mean, I mean, I, we. I'm a firm believer that you got to know the past, or, or you're doing the repeat it kind of thing. But people, some people are afraid to talk about the past because it's politically incorrect to bring that stuff up, kind of thing. <laughs> you know? right. and, and they just, they rather just uh, ignore it and act like it never happened. And I'm certainly you know? not suggesting that. Yeah, I know, I know, um, but that's what makes it hard. There's a there's that fine line about in about there. It. But <laughs> we're also using um, uh, steam punk as a place to play yeah. and a place to have fun, and those things are not fun. No, they're, so. They're, yeah really uh, uncomfortable. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's why, like, some people, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a hard, I don't know. It's a hard subject. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really is. I mean, I, I'd rather, I mean, nowadays, if we're just playing, I mean, we should probably don't need to bring it up at all, I guess. If we're just having fun in a game, why bring that stuff up kind of thing? But because that's, because, but that's yeah. a discussion for other top. I mean, that, that t- those topics are for discussions for other places, I guess. I mean, you know... And,
1: Right, I don't want to have that suspension in the middle of alarm. Uh, but I also want to include interesting, uh, good things that involve uh, Native American cultures, mm-hmm. uh, that involve First Nation people, that involve um, um, African cultures that were brought over to America, and th- all of this sort of made the the Wild West. What the the cool things that it is. So how do you how do you have those and not have them at the same time? It's it's real real tricky. Um, I agree. It really is. For me, I'm just going to have to like write a chapter in the LARP. Say, okay, here's real life, and and basically have this conversation in in pages in a book that people will probably skip over, but it has to be put out there. It's like I am not trying to acknowledge or disregard yeah. the fact that there was trouble. <laughs> terrible things happened. But I don't want to play there. But keep in mind. You know, that <laughs> I agree. I understand. This is where this this game is a fantasy and not the painful reality that, that we no, was there?
0: It's, yeah, oh, it's yeah. yuck. Yeah, it's, it's, a, so it's yuck. a tough one. Like I said, that's why this comic just kind of it skirted the line with me. That that one it, that couple maybe. pages just kind of tweaked me a little bit. I'm like, there was no warning. Man. He, yeah, he was like, and and then and then we were fighting aliens. Yeah, what? Yeah, like the yeah the whole the last stand of custard. He wasn't slaughtered by by the indians he was, he was it was aliens that did it and the indians were on his side kind of thing but you know since they didn't, since the government didn't want people to know about aliens they just said that the indians did it which which is bad as well <laughs> but yes. you know but that, it's too soon yeah because it's always going to be too soon At least... In our lifetimes. So. <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, that that was um, that was that that, that me bad a little bit. Um, but other, but other than that, it was only like it was only a couple panels in the book. So you know, I'm not disregarding the entire book yeah. because of that. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so, okay. I know. I just wanted to bring this to our
1: discussion. For just this moment, I don't want to <laughs> throw shade on this otherwise
0: look cool looking comic. It, but, a, uh, it was a good comic, um, yeah. but yeah, wow, her. okay. Okay, so I have another book. All right, make it quick. We're at 45 minutes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, well, actually, we don't have a whole lot to talk about what's coming up in the month, so we have a little bit more time.
1: Well, so that's okay because I didn't read this book.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. <There> you go. <laughs> Shouldn't take long at all. <laughs> no, not at all.
1: But by uh, the Kickstarter, I think we talked about. It oh, Kickstarter. I got a
0: Kickstarter I got to talk about in a minute. Um,
1: the, uh, the Kickstarter was for a, a new novel that was coming out called Appleton Heights by George Wright Paget. And, uh, the Kickstarter was to have this big, uh, uh, yeah, that least party. Yeah, I saw that. It sounded really cool. In, in this museum in Houston. And that was supposed to happen, like, next week. Yeah, that would have been awesome
0: time. if it had happened. It was,
1: it was yesterday, I think. But, uh, that Kickstarter did not, did not, uh, meet its, its required, uh, Funding, uh, funding, which wasn't high. I mean, he wasn't going crazy with his hopes to get money, but it just didn't. Uh, uh, it, it didn't ring well with with uh, the Kickstarter community, and he wasn't able to fund it. So, I ordered a book anyway because I wanted to. I, I like to support uh, a local authors so this guy is out of Houston. And uh, George Wright Paget. I looked into him. He's written other books. This isn't his, his first uh, rodeo, so I'm I'm hoping, you know, with experience, his, his books will get better. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I picked this up. Is this his first steampunk book? I think so. I think this is the first uh, steampunk book that Grey Gecko Press, who he writes for, uh, has ever put out. I'll read the back real quick. New Year's Eve, 1901. 600 feet above the Atlantic Ocean, the platform city of Ableton Heights balances on massive soot-covered metal stilts. A grisly double murder interrupts the party in the floating mansion of the city's most powerful man. And for reasons unknown, he coerces detective-for-hire T.H. Kipsey into taking the enigmatic case. So it feels like... Like I said, I haven't read any of you <laughs> It's a mystery. It's, it's like a... a uh, detective noir yeah. novel in a steampunk setting, um, which will be fun. I mean, we, we, you and I have both enjoyed uh, the detective noir style oh, yeah. of, of uh, you know, um, <laughs> Dresden? Dresden's, uh, <laughs> the Dresden Files, which is a modern magic genre. Nothing to do with steampunk.
0: So cool. Check that out, too. But you did write a steampunk book that I reviewed recently that mm. was really good. The yeah, same we, guy, Jim Butcher, is the author.
1: And we both know we like Jim Butcher's of writing. So, uh... So, yeah. Um... So you're looking forward to that? That can be the next Avatar one on your list you're listening You're going to read? By George Wright
0: I will be reviewing this with... Eventually. So, <laughs> um... Alright, well, check since, it out. since you brought up Kickstarter... Did I? Yeah, you re- reminded me. I, oh, I just God recently, no. I recently backed a Kickstarter called Empires of Steam, a steampunk themed strategy card game. Um, I don't know if you people realize, but I like card games and I like steampunk card games. we reviewed like three of them so far. <laughs> and they've all been pretty thick. Yeah, Twisted Skies, Deathly Dirgibles, and Mechanical Mayhem or Madness. Right. <laughs> All, all, and three of two of them by friends of ours, <laughs> local people even. Maybe three of them by the you know we end doing this. But yeah, so I mean, it's on it's on Kickstarter. It's uh, it's, it's uh like I said, it's currently twelve eleven two thousand sixteen. So December 11, 2016. as of this day, it has thirty one days to go. This Kickstarter. So we got another month. For this. Um, they're asking quite a lot, actually. So I'm hoping that means it's going to be a very, you know, a lot to it. A lot of cards, maybe nice artwork and stuff like that. Hold on. Does that say they're asking for $47,000? Yeah, they are. They're asking for $47,000, or $47,633. I don't... You don't give it? No, I only gave them a pledge of for the for one deck. <laughs> you know, which was like 46 bucks. It was actually not that cheap, <laughs> you know. Okay, but you're excited about this. Well, play. yeah, I mean, it's another card game and I like card games. I don't even get to play the ones I have enough, but I want to play it.
1: Okay.
0: You know, and it looks I mean, it looks like they have a I mean, it looks like they have a guy set up. They have a lot of cards, the art it kind of looks like like a like a it's a deck building game. Okay. Um, basically, Empire's theme. I mean, I think you win by by whoever has the best popu- or the most population at the end of the game. Your population of people, <laughs> it's because you're building your empire, oh. <laughs> kind of thing. So you know, and you know, that from what I can tell, you, you you get you get ships, you get buildings, you, you're building an empire, you're building your thing. It just looked fun. It looked interesting. I like building. I like those kind of games. Um, I'm not so. They're, they're, I'm assuming there's combat involved <laughs> as well. I think I saw combat cards. Um, oh, they even have how to play already here. It's a play, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. To win, simply have the greatest population. <laughs> That's how you win. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah. So ba- look, look it up. Back it if you think it's worth it. Um,
1: Empire of Steam: A steampunk theme strategy card game.
0: Yep, I mean, get out, sure. Yeah, so check I mean, it, it out. It costs you nothing to, to look at it, yeah. Look at it, see the video. But yeah, you know, and I like and I liked, and, I, and I, well, once again, I like to back and uh, I like to promote and help out steampunk stuff and Kickstarter. That's what it is. I mean, they're. I mean, not I don't think they're not a big corporation. You know, <laughs> so a, yeah, so pretty. you know. I like it. I mean, I like the idea of it. I, I want to do it. Um, I, I, unfortunately, I'm a little worried about how much they're asking for because they're not even close. And, but they still got 31 days. Um, so so take, me a, take the opportunity to check it out, see
1: if it's uh to um,
0: Yeah, so yeah. Will it fund Yep, Kickstarter is kind of weird that way. But yeah, it's good. I mean it, it should be it should be good. If I do get it, obviously I will play it and I will review it and let y'all know if, if it was worth it. <laughs> you know? But so far out of the games I've played, I've liked them all. The the dustly de- dirgibles, the twisted skies, and the mechanical madness, I liked them all. So so far so good. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so yeah, so there's that. I think that's everything for now. We're, we're going to take a little small break and we'll talk real quick about what's coming up. There's not a whole lot coming up to, to talk about. Um, we're in the middle of December. In two weeks, it's Christmas Day. I don't know if we're going to record on Christmas Day. We might record the Monday after, so we might be a day late. Um, my plan is I order the Steam chest, which is like loot crate, but for steampunks. We'll talk about I'm going to yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna open it. Yeah, I'm going to open it. I'm not going to open it until we record. I'm going to record while opening it, so you'll get my reaction what's going on. And I ordered one, too, so we'll be opening both of them. Right. But maybe the same thing in both boxes. I don't know. Probably. I ordered one with a t-shirt, so I'll probably have one. I ordered one without a t-shirt. So we'll oh, see if they're different <laughs> other than that. Ho- hopefully.
1: Come in.
0: I hope they come in. Yeah, they should come in soon. Um, So that'll be our Christmas presents to ourselves. Um, so I I don't know, I'm thinking maybe we can actually video that as well. <laughs> so video? Maybe we'll yeah, see. Yeah. Or we just like you know, just focus down here below our <laughs> below our, <laughs> not really our heads, just under the chin or something. <laughs> just focus on the box. <laughs> but yeah, that that's that that's I'm not sure I'm gonna do that, but maybe. So something to look forward to. Possibly. You know, it maybe it depends on if it shows up. Yeah. If not, we'll have to have another one of these we're talk about nothing. Right, sorry, I mean, I, I, we try to be entertaining, right? I mean, hey, a couple of books, comic book series, you know, we, we did okay. A couple of facts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Okay, we're back. Right. How come I never get to say we're back? Oh, sorry, you want me to... Hey, we're reason? back! <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, it's too late. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. <laughs> you lied. Well, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the clock and you know the counter, and I'm the one who knows when to start. <laughs> so if you want to sit in this seat, that's fine. No, no. <laughs> so yeah, we're talking uh, what's going on in steampunk in December of 2016. So yes. So if it's already January or you know 2017, 2018, if it's in any other year other than 2016, you probably don't need to listen to the rest of this. <laughs> Unless you find it just so fascinating. And who? And Maybe, which we'll, <laughs> Maybe we'll start talking about something else that uh, you might be interested in, but we shouldn't do that here. That's what the rest of the podcast is for. <laughs> so what are we gonna talk about? What's coming up on December 16th and 17th? Um, there's a show called Krampus, a haunted Christmas. It may not be steampunk, but it sounds like fun.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, traditional Christmas, uh, Krampus legends are
0: are traditional and Victorians love traditions. Yes. i uh, really <laughs> grasping for straws. It's here, an excuse to dress up and go to a show. We've done that a few times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that, you know, I'm going to look, I'm, i I'm I'm going to have to say it. The Tesla Requiem show, it sold out, and we weren't able to get tickets. So we're not going to be there. It's going to hurt. I'm, I'm hurt. I'm crying. Did, did we even get to talk about that last time? Were we mentioned say? it, yeah. We said we were going to try to go. We said yeah. we were going to go, and we're didn't. We're not we not going to make it because we couldn't get tickets. Requiem for Tesla
1: apparently is the great show. Yes. It is sold out. Yep. Okay, so we're going to talk about it. Anymore. We're going to talk about Krampus, A Haunted Christmas. Um, which is in Austin uh, ever wonder what happens to you know haunted houses when it's not Halloween they put out shows like this oh, I'm going to read the details Krampus has kidnapped not only the bad but the good children for Christmas good <laughs> okay I put that in <laughs> travel through his twisted Christmas tale of terror and encounter all your favorite Utah characters of your childhood Krampus, A Haunted Christmas, is a -a one-of-a-kind, holiday-themed haunted house event taking place one weekend only. Come see Krampus the nights of December 16th and 17th at the Austin House of Torment Haunted House. That sounds fun. It sounds sounds sort of like a Christmas carol only crazier probably <laughs> um i have never been to the house of torment because uh i don't know your 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 blood and gore and guts uh haunted houses that they kind of, it's not your thing it's it's not really intelligent scary and and that's what i kind of had expected from from the House of Torment, but I could be wrong because I've never been. And this sounds like, you know, it's themed. It's got maybe plots and characters and interesting things. <laughs> um, so this sounds fun. To my knowledge, it is not sold out. I hope.
0: <laughs> It'll be that's next weekend. Yeah. Next weekend, this coming weekend, next weekend. Say it's like it's Sunday. It'll be next Saturday and Sunday. Um, yeah.
1: We'll put a link right there and, uh, in the Facebook group.
0: Uh,
1: it goes from, they're running the Haunted House from 7 p.m. till 11. I'm sure, you know, you're not going to be there for the whole thing, right? You
0: just run through. Wow. <laughs> um, <I don't> <laughs> uh, Sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the next thing we're coming up is on the 20th, Tuesday. It is our monthly Gears and Beers. Um, It's going to be slightly different because we're not going to be in the room because it's already booked for something else. But we're going to meet there anyway on the patio.
1: (laughs) Right. And hopefully,
0: like today,
1: the weather will be kind to us and we won't freeze that much off. Um, And uh, so, lately we've been having a a fairly small turnout of. 15 people. Uh, so the, the, the outdoor patio is a perfectly good place for, for us to fit. Yep. Um, so this uh, Tuesday, we're planning uh, the, what did we call it? The re-gift gift. The re-gift gift thing. <laughs> uh, here, so it, here's the concept. You have been given... Uh, a gift or gifts in the past from your aunt, uncle, cousin who, who uh, loves you, but maybe doesn't know quite what you're into, or or what DVDs you already own. So you've got this thing, this movie or a book, or ugly something, sweater, something yeah. that is is brand new, it's perfectly good, but it's just not what it's not for you. Um, but the whole family knows you have it, so you can't re-give it to anybody else because. Aunt Rose gave the same thing to everybody <laughs> or, or something. I don't know. Uh, so bring it to uh, the Steampunk meetup and swap it for somebody else's thing they can't re-gift to anybody else.
0: Yeah, it's not quite a white right elephant thing, but it's a similar concept. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of a gift-swapping. Um, you can give away, trade, do whatever you want. Um...
1: Uh, I'm frankly looking forward to to getting out of my house some perfectly good uh, products and items that are just taking up room that I, I don't need. oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be fun, right? You know. Maybe even like costume pieces. They you use you've used for steampunk that maybe you know too many uh, fruitcakes have. left. <laughs> Not not yeah. quite as functional for you anymore.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, costume swaps are awesome at all times. Definitely. So, uh yeah. So yeah, that that that's, that's our idea. that's our monthly gears and beers here in Austin, Texas, in case you're listening elsewhere. <laughs> um it's at uh Sherlock's Pub um Northside. So, yeah. If you're local, come on down and join us. You know, If you want to drive from Dallas or anywhere else, you're welcome to. I don't know why you would want to. But it's a Tuesday night, a weeknight. Yeah. I think, I don't think it's
1: a, I don't want to disappoint anyone yeah. after a three-hour drive to hang
0: out. Yeah. It's but, but your call. But, but we do have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What else? There's, I think uh oh Well that's it for that's, December yeah. because we're already <laughs> middle of December now, so <laughs> then then you know the holidays are upon us and there's not barely time enough to record another show before <laughs> Before Christmas. then. Yeah, once again, um well yeah, you, you've heard. If you're, you're continuing listening, we may or may not record next in two weeks, which is on Christmas Day. I want to though. He wants to. I'll be in San Antonio with my family, but I'd be by that time. i will be ready to come back. It might be a little. Be a little late. Yeah. yeah, we might have it out on a... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I recorded the Monday or whatever, but we'll figure something out. Um, anyway, so a little bit into next month, we'll mention a few things. There's uh, January twenty second. This is a, this one looks really fun. Mimosas by moonlight at the steam train, Austin steam train. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about it, but apparently it's going to be at night. It's a steam train. There's mimosas. Sounds fun. We've been on this train before and had a good time. Yeah, the uh, Austin steam <laughs> train. Right, it's actually in uh, Cedar Park. Um, right, right, uh, which is just uh north of here. Um, and
1: it, it drives through the hill country. It's like a three-hour tour uh, out to uh, um, not Manor.
0: Some little town. Some little town, and then, yeah. And then it turns around and comes back. But it's, it's, a, it's, it's a cool train ride. Um, it's going to be a night. I don't know how much you can actually see a night in the, in the country. But that's not the
1: point. Right. There's mimosas. To dress up in Victorian costume and be seen,
0: and drink mimosas. <laughs> yeah, <hoo-ha. laughs> but yeah, we've taken this. We've taken this ride once or twice, if I remember. Uh, we've, we've done it twice. Twice. Uh, once there was a, a. It was a whodunit mystery thing, yeah. Thing. And uh, another time was uh, just for the fun of it, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and people, they they seem to. Pre- we walk up. We walk up and down the train cars, and people are like. That's they think up. They think we're part of a show or something half the time. But they we're not walking up and down the train cars to get attention. We wanted to see the,
1: the what's train in the train, but it's we got attention.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a good time, you know. It's, just a, it's an excuse to get out and be seen, you know. So I'm, I think we're gonna we're, we should probably consider actually doing this since we're talking about it. Emma <laughs> you know? muscles. So that's it. Um, Is anything else? Um, there was a. Uh, what was it? There was going to be another a play test that was supposed to happen this weekend, but it was canceled because of the weather oh, last it weekend.
1: The of
0: oh, yeah. So never um, mind. We'll talk about that later. So at the
1: moment, we don't know of anything else happening in January. Now, there will be another uh, third Tuesday um, at Sherlock's Pub, but I haven't even set that up yet
0: because I don't know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> and we will probably record one or two more times before then, anyway. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm confident that January will fill itself out and we'll probably have more to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I see a yeah. White Ghost Shivers show. They're Ooh. fun. That's on the 13th. They're sort of a rockabilly.
1: Thing.
0: Swing? Swing?
1: Rock- swing band. Yeah. They're fun. Texas Swing. Oh, um, they high energy. Oh. Uh, Look,
0: look them up on, on YouTube, watch, <laughs> uh, or listen to some of their, their music. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Right. But, yeah, we'll record a couple more times. I mean, like I said, we got another one in two weeks before January. Um, we'll, we'll, maybe some more things will happen or start being posted and stuff. Yeah, so, true. um, So that that should cover it for this time. Um, not as exciting as the last two, I realize, but hey, where we try? We work. If you know anything, tell us. Talk to us on Facebook. Um, you know, if you want, to prom- if you have something steampunk happening, you know, let, me- let us know. Uh-huh. If you have comments about um, the show, you just listen. To it. Yeah. You have other recipes for. It.
1: Uh, we see the trunk, or, or uh, something we said offended you.
0: Yeah, talk to us. You can let us know. Talk to us. We will. We will converse back. We are not going to just ignore you. Uh, really Well, then we'll just tell you. You're being mean. <laughs> no, no. I will anyway. Stop being mean. Don't be mean. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, the more conversation we get, the fun. The more we can do. The more we know. You know, if there's something you want us to talk about, if there's a book out there that you that you want me to read, please let it be a good book. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll attempt it. <laughs> <laughs> You're it. That's Don't be mean. Right, I mean, or if you see it's a funny but it's me. you know, if you see something and you're not sure it's steampunk, ask us, and we'll put our two cents in. Whether you know, whether or not we're we're not necessarily perfect or know everything's steampunk, but we're trying. You know? We're not experts, but we'll pretend we are. Yes, we'll put in our opinions, whether you want them or not. Well, actually, you know, if you asked them, obviously you wanted it. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, we, I, mean, we, I want I want conversations happening. I want I want people to talk to each other, talk to us, talk to us, please. Okay. Enough of that. <laughs> so, until next time, mind your gauges. This has been the Texas
1: Steampunk Connection. The music was Doc Brown's Cakewalk by Charles L. Johnson, recorded back
0: in 1899. Be sure to give us a like at our Facebook page, Texas Steampunk Connection, where you will find links to related topics on this episode. Thanks for listening. Until next time, mind your gauges. gauges.
1: We're back. Are we back? Yeah.